This episode of Friendsman is brought to you by Ladies Fruit Baskets. You know what makes a perfect gift? A way to say thank you for what you've just done for me, or perhaps a way to say it's always about me. Tonight, let's make it about you. A Ladies Fruit Basket. Our baskets are full of delicious fruits, assorted cheeses, chocolates, summer sausages, and really anything we can get in there. The fruit basket is covered in fake straw, like perfectly groomed hair. Or ask for a fully shorn ladies' fruit basket if you're afraid of getting straw in your mouth. Our fruit baskets bring out our own individual sense of self, with a little bit of love for your preferences, too. And now that the holidays are here, ladies' fruit baskets are having a huge sale. That's right, our prices are going down on ladies' fruit baskets. And be on the lookout this Valentine's Day for ladies' all-new chocolate-covered star fruits. Located near but behind the fruit baskets, these present a whole new adventure in treating yourself. We're taking care of the people you love. Ladies Fruit Baskets, be less of a me, 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 and more of a giver to the people you love. Beautiful, JP. Thank you. Hey, hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of your favorite show, Friendsman. I am JP, and with me, as always, is my best friend in the world, Nate. Nate, how you doing? Doing good, JP. I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm really excited to be here recording the best friend show about show. And it's friends, and this is your friend of the show, and it's the friend show. What? You heard me. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're doing. I'm sorry. Uh, JP. The parents are in town. They finally get to see their grandchildren. It's so nice. They made me a spaghetti dinner. Okay. First of all, spagoot. Was it good? Was it your Italian mother making good spagoot? My mother's German. My dad's Italian. But oh, yes. okay. So like spaghetti and sauerkraut? That's disgusting, JV. It I was actually that. spaghetti would... with sausage, Italian sausage. So kind of German. Okay. That's really cool. So this is the first time your parents are meeting the new one? The new one, yes, yes. They quarantined. I came out here. I told them not to. They still did. <laughs> but it's it's nice. It's nice that they get to see the kids. It's yeah. very nice. My mom just did basically the same shit a couple of weeks ago, and it was really, oh, yeah, it was really nice to see her. But she also did the thing where she's just like, hey, I'm coming out on October 20th. And I was like, I don't remember inviting you, but oh, oh, cool. Yeah, it's you know what? I I had a I got to hug my mom for the first time since That's great. December of That's last great. year, so it was nice. But yeah, how long are they with you? Um, I think my mom's gonna stay out here for the rest of her life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my dad's going back in like a week and a half, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's nice. Are, are they staying at your house? No, no, they're at their they're at their place in the. <laughs> oh, desert. that's right, that's right. Now, how 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 is the wife and the kids? Is everybody doing all right? Everyone's doing fine. Uh, my little lady is screaming and, and being, being a little terror, uh, kicking me, kicking me very hard. I saw that video. That was hysterical. Yeah, 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 yeah. So funny. So funny. The Elmo soundtrack. I mean, you're, you're the one that got her the tracksuit and now you don't want her to act all fucking thuggish. I know. She's, she's a little thug. <laughs> uh, the boy is very strong. He only eats. He's eating nonstop and he rears his head up, which he's not supposed to be able to do yet. Uh, he's got little chicken legs, JP. He's got little tiny, my man skipped leg day. I, Nate, he sounds delicious. He's great. He's great. And I'm going to get him a little, uh, baby, uh, squat rack. <laughs> and, uh, 
you know, beef up those calves and thighs. It's not going to be a problem okay, at all. That's, no that's going to rule, dude. Well, Nate, we have a very special evening ahead of us because this is the season finale of season one of The Friends Show. And we've got a great fucking guest, a guest that I am lucky to call a friend, a guest who is a very important businessman, president of a company. And a little bit of a suit. A little bit of a suit. He's got, he was talking about the Kaminsky report. I don't know if he ever got that filed, but I will tell you, it is an honor to welcome our guest for this episode, ladies and gentlemen, Uncle Franklin. Franklin, how are you doing? I'm so glad. How am I doing? <laughs> Guys, you know I've been angling to be on the Friends how you doing? podcast. You, you, have, you have I've been angling. You I've have been... you you have replied every time I just even joked about you being on. You've just been like, "Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm in. waiting. When is I'm it?" I'm in. I'm in. Huh? I mean, well, well. I mean, I've learned quite a bit so far in terms of how much you've seen of Friends, JP. We were talking right before we started. We we're the talking episode. right before yep. here, and I, and I was almost, you know, for a while, I was like, I think I know more about Friends than this guy. You I'm super almost, do. I'm almost, I'm, I'm almost willing to enter a lightning round. Of sorts. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's I, a I, 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 oh, okay. Is this more <laughs> yes. trivia? Hey, no, <laughs> nobody knows what Chandler's job is. I'm you know what? Fuck you guys. Fuck you I'm guys. I'll get there. I, I don't know where his job is. Friends about JP. I can, I can spoil things willy nilly without worrying I'm, about it. Dude. Oh my god. All right. Oh my. But guys, no. It's. I'm. I'm glad to be on here. I mean, this is just. I'm excited here. Uh, this. I don't do homework for podcasts and this I did homework on out of respect here. And it's a great show. I mean, I used to uh, talk with my own, my old friend, uh, Jonathan uh, Blydendale about, we used to pull up uh, TV land, TBS and MTV's uh, schedule and seeing how long in the day can we go with watching friends. And there would be days. I mean, I didn't watch it. I didn't go switch channels, but There'd be days where you could just go block to block to block here and uh, get a good uh, get a good seven hours in. You it, know, it's, it's, it's got to be one of the most popular shows in syndication of all time. I, the only thing that could rival it is rival it is um, uh, Simpsons, but that's because The Simpsons has been on for seventy years. So is it? But is, is the Simpsons really the syndication knockout? Aside from what the CW might show it still i guess yeah i, I know you know i actually don't know anymore I, well, nobody's a cable person anymore but i know with friends when the last time i had cable it was you know nick at night slash TV. i mean you know viacom just owns everything so right when you, have, yeah. when you have mtv and all these other outlets and paramount network now you know it, it can be everywhere essentially so i'm uh, trying to figure and, out and do the math and i don't know enough about residuals for high-powered actors at that time I get residuals from the thing that I was on, JP. Did you know that? I didn't know that, Nate. And I still I get, need to watch that. Although you, I get residual you're always checks. hesitant to name what it is. I get residual I checks for one penny mm-hmm. for the episode of early edition that I was on. Okay. Oh, that's right. Wow. I was thinking the movie. Wow. I forgot you met Kyle Chandler. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I signed a contract. I don't get residuals for the movie, which was what was on uh, HBO at one point. Oh, wow. all right. Oh, we're going to we're going to renegotiate God. that deal, dude. Thank you, oh buddy. God. I appreciate if I'm, it. If I'm going to keep being a lawyer, I'm going to do some good for people. Billable <laughs> hours, Billable <laughs> hours. You're on the clock right now. I'm paying you as a lawyer to be here. Oh, man. As no, always. It's, it's, no, the syndication thing led to all the streaming shit. So my, my mm-hmm. I've said this before, but my niece, or I'm sorry, my goddaughter, who is Claire's niece, 
Um, she's she'll be 16 in January. She loves the show and has watched sure. every episode, and all of her friends watch it. Mm. And it's just it's insane that this show that's so old. That's I'm sorry, still, how like, old is she, JP? She will I be 16 in January. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, so she's. Cool. She's been watching it for the last like three or four years. Like it's just I always think about younger generations liking the show and it's cool that she likes that. Yeah. So it has it has that saved by the bell kind of transcendence in terms of even maybe saved by the bell might not even resonate so much with with audiences now. I agree, uh, yeah. So it, audiences it, like it has, Nate who doesn't know what it is to pull a Zach Morris. Well, no, JP, I know what it is, but I, I very clearly, I, I didn't like Saved by the Bell. I didn't oh, watch it. Oh, that's bad. That's, I mean, I, I get I mean, I'm not going to try to sell you on it now. I you know, I Jesus Christ. I appreciate it now, but at, no, I, what the, that's the, the opposite of how it's Yeah, like, seriously. I think it's a hot garbage <laughs> show, but. I mean, oh, okay. I'm not going to go that oh, no, far no, no. here. As in right now, but when I was then, I loved sure. the shit out of that show. I yeah, couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't tell you which of the girls I had the biggest crush on. Spoiler: no, no, It was Jesse Spano. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Just somebody of principled values mm-hmm. through and through, huh? Mm-hmm. And Just and an addiction values. to caffeine pills. <laughs> that screech, JP. Is she? Screech? <laughs> <laughs> Lord, good grief! Well, good grief. Oh, Franklin. I, obviously, Nate and I know you. Um, why don't you, for for our listeners who are not kind of part of the Bugverse, why don't you? No. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, yeah, name's Franklin. Uh, five foot. Eight, you know, five foot eight, right? Uh, yeah, you guys haven't met me. You guys weren't in BookCon. Okay, five same, foot eight. We're sure, the same height. We're the same. Yeah, height. we're the same height. We're the same height, and you round and you round up, and it's five eleven essentially. JP's <laughs> uh, a big guy. You're tall, right, JP? I'm five eleven. That's tall. That's, that's tall, pretty man. tall. That's pretty tall, dude. Whoa. Uh, no, nah, man. Uh, you know, I am. Uh, I'm Franklin. I have a show called Uncle to Uncle. I record a podcast with my uncle. We're each other's uncles. Uh, our friend Goldmember stops by on occasion. <laughs> I, you know, uh, I don't know, man. There's not much to really say about Uncle Franklin. I'm just a run of the mill president of a podcast network. Oh, I see. Uh, did Goldmember walk in right now? Just <laughs> you might here? be coming in later. Goldmember <laughs> <laughs> might be showing up. Oh, wow. Goldmember might be showing up. That's, well deserved. Ah, well deserved. Yeah. I do that, love Bing. You love Bing. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, Great search engine. So, Uncle to Uncle is your podcast. You record it from a, a queen size bed. That you and your uncle Howard share, but it's on the Rock of Love bus. Am I getting all these facts straight? King size bed. It's a king size. Yeah, king oh, size okay, bed. okay. King oh. size bed. Um, uh, it's a king size bed. Yeah, it's on the Rock of Love tour bus. You know the. Uh, and obviously, right now, our prayers go out to Howard. If you want to contribute to Howard's uh, charity fund, call one eight hundred Uncle Howard Charity Fund. Uh, that'll charity yeah, fund. that'll get you right it's a there. Lot of, it's a it's lot of digits. Very but, long. You know, so you know, Malaysia, we had to get it. It, 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 it skips past the, the 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 computer system that answers. If you type in all of it, it'll get you right to Uncle Howard. No, that's I mean right, uh, right. Uncle Howard, who is missing this evening. Uh, mm-hmm. He was he was supposed to be. He was the most excited to record this with us. Um, we're not sure what happened to him. He is not here. So, uh, Uncle, the last time we saw him was some footage on a Seven Eleven camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, he appeared to be fine. He was buying something. It was a uh, lot, a lot of those dick pills at the Seven Eleven. I'm not sure what he's going to do with those. Um, hold I, on, hold on. Uh, I think I actually have some. <laughs> I don't have the wrap. I I don't. This is how they're wrapped here. I have one. 
So it's got uh, Ooh, it's got smoochy God. kisses on it. It's got smoochy oh kisses God. on it though. For those that don't know, I have it's a 72 HP. It's called the 72 uh HP uh, Jesus Christ. gold uh actually. Wow. Yes. I got it from Gold member actually. He got me a 72 <laughs> gold at the gas station. He loves the stuff. Um yeah, no, no. Um, they give you a headache, man. Don't don't buy those things, man. I, I don't I know why. One when I was I, in school. I don't want to throw it out. Oh, thanks. Okay, well. <laughs> ah, jeez. Yeah. Now you know. Now you know. Uncle uh, Franklin I, doesn't throw things away. Sometimes. My favorite one is the one called like Hard Rhino, and it's got like <laughs> the picture of the guy and the girl, and they're they're gold. <laughs> they're in gold, and they are in gold. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 JP, uh, what's your favorite dick pill? Yeah, um, dick pill, JP. God, I really like the ones that are like King Cobra or <laughs> or like Lion's Paw, like just something real animalistic that I can like wrap my dick around. Is that a you know what? My 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 uh, best swordsman of a friend. Uh, we're on the friendsman and my best swordsman. Uh, he lives and dies by them. He loves it. He's actually the one. Wow. I'm not. I'm not here to deflect anything. Like I got you know. Uh, he's the one who got it for me. It was just like, you got, you really tried and it, it's just been sitting here, you know, it's, it's quarantine, you guys, you know, I'm not really going out much. It's, uh, yeah. it is what it is. You guys, it's reality. <laughs> you'll uh, go, you'll go insane if you don't take care of yourself, you know? Sure. So, so that was actually dick a gift, actually. So, <laughs> dick pills are so, that's the 72 HP brand now. Well, so. 72 HP. Um, you know, he actually texted me at 3 a.m. like, oh yeah, don't take this if you've had like like uh, too many energy drinks. Is this bug main? Oh, no. It's not bug main. It's not bug main. It's not bug main. I swear it's not bug main. Let's I get, let's get one man that, a dick pill sponsorship. <laughs> oh, you know so what? We cool. could get that. We could definitely get that all right we got it we got it the bug man dick (laughs) yep bug man wouldn't care enough about me to let me know to not have an energy drink i think he (laughs) might find the whole thing exciting so that's that's really no he's a doll folks he's a doll oh my god i've always said the worst thing that people can find out about bug man is how nice of a friend he is <laughs> i think people is like oh i don't want to hear that like i think we just ruined too much of the mystique Mid- i think uh, it'd be a bummer for people weiger's aerosmith bugman story really blew me away it really I've heard this oh it was on the double he talked about how uh uh steven tyler was at funny or die and he was leaving and Bugman said hey have you ever ridden your roller coaster and then he stayed and <laughs> talked to him for like 30 more minutes about the roller yeah uh, yeah oh my god <laughs> I did not know. <laughs> he would completely ask that because he loves orlando yeah uh, oh, i'm giving away too much about the book man no, it's a great boy. roller coaster it's a great he's gonna yell coaster. at me now <laughs> we, can, we can edit anything <laughs> no out. no we no i stand by it. the man loves orlando there you go you got you got that's the peak but the smallest peak behind the curtain yeah i'm terrified it's... of Bugman. frankly i'm terrified to cross him <laughs> I don't don't go to Orlando. Apparently, he looks at that. <laughs> he loves Orlando, man. Dude loves Orlando. Um, you got a little friend with I you? got a little friend here who's angry. He's he's angry and he won't let me pick him up. He's speaking of Franklin's favorite friends character. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 is this where I say it? Gunter, Gunther, Gunther. Oh, that's who's over yeah, here. It's little like, Gunther. Nah, it took me a moment. I'm sorry. Gun- I did have a, a Gunther script a while ago. I he named his dog after a friend's character. Yeah. No, you know, we the, love him for it. The 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 original interactions I had with Franklin on Twitter were at the time when 
Franklin was promoting a, a Gunther spinoff show and sure. had had a banner that was just Gunther in the Friends font. Um, mm-hmm. That was my first interaction, <laughs> and I was like, "This person, this is a weirdo that makes good jokes." Oh, that's. And I wrote a script, and I, it will never be released because I I wrote it two years ago, and it was a very different time. <laughs> you wrote, a very different time. You wrote a Gunther script. Right? I wrote a Gunther pilot where uh, I believe he's able to travel through time. And his closest confidants are Fun Bobby, and uh, there's a few others. Uh, but I, for Frank some reason, I decided to make it set in 2007. I will pay you. That is weird. But I like that. that script. I was, no, 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 we can do a live. We can do a live script reading as an episode. Yes, he has to yes, do that, yes. The yes. problem is I maintain some of the humor from the 90s. You would like to cut things? That is okay. Okay, <laughs> but. We we'll have talk to about. All right, we're gonna we're we'll gonna have about, to... it exists. God, I haven't opened that Google Doc in a while, and I'm I afraid need... of what I might find out. I need. JP, to we've talked so about badly. trying to write like a Friends episode like, mm-hmm. together and doing a reading of it. You remember mm-hmm. that? Oh yeah, that would be so much fun. I would. There's I some, would love that. There's some butterfly effect type situations there where he's trying wow. to get the ripple right to end up with Rachel's <laughs> I believe. So, so yeah. kind of sort of quantum leap. Maybe, yeah, a little qual- quantum leap. Didn't the guy inhabit other people's, like, well, like, how was quantum leap? Yeah. He inhabited other people's bodies, kind of like. But he was always trying to fix the future with every Right, with every right, story, right, right. So. Sure, sure. Well, this is more of a selfish. Type of <laughs> boy I want to learn so much more about Gunther. This sounds great. That's, I, I, I want to learn what I wrote. I haven't looked at it in two years. I'm JP, horrified. Do you, know, do you know that Gunther's in love with Rachel? I, I can't remember. I do if know that. About that. I do know that. Okay. I would I'm, say I'm that's a spoiler, kidding. but mm. he also he also hates Ross. He like wants to murder Ross. I feel like a lot of jokes are just going to fall flat now because I I know what to expect. Oh wow! Well, sorry, JP. I'm sorry. We have to talk about this as a whole. <laughs> the fact that you're just seeing friends with one fresh eyes is a little envious, but also just infuriating. Just how dare you, man? Just come on, man. All right. So, uh, so Franklin, I, I wanted, I want to know how did you end up doing a podcast with Howard? How did you guys? I, I get that you guys are each other's uncles, sure. but sure, how did you sure. guys get started with that? So we've been we've we've been friends for a while now since you know we've met on a well we've met from being our family and no. also we also reconnected on a, on a pro wrestling message board type situation. Oh, yes. okay. So we, okay. seven ish. Yes. Uh, so it's been a long time coming here. Um, you know, it's just we've always had a, a, a certain amount of respect for one another. And, um, we did, a we tried in 2017 to be on a Pittsburgh, uh, cable access show. Neither of us lives in Pittsburgh, but we were fascinated with the moon township area. And, uh, we kept looking at moon township programming and we thought we can try to angle this and try to get a public access show. And when that didn't happen, uh, they never took our calls, so they lost <laughs> money. That's, their, that's on them. Uh, they had a show where just two guys talk about they smoke cigars and they, they review them. I really thought we could get a public access show, uh, just but we couldn't do it. So we did Uncle to Uncle instead, and um, you know, I think you guys would fucking kill on Twitch. By the way, like oh, if, gosh, if you yeah. just did Thank an you. Uncle to Uncle Twitch channel, I think 
I think that's exactly the type of place for you guys to do something in a video format and like sure. build an audience there. That's what yeah, we're going to do, JP. We are going to so do that. Gonna do. I, I, we, I'd really like to do that, but I, I agree. I think you guys have such like a great natural humor to your interactions with each other and you read off of each other so well. So it, I, I can see that absolutely working as a TV show. It's, it's, well, you it's guys are very thoughtful. Yes. Uh, that's, very i'm just flattered right now i don't have no i have no words truly it is flattering uh the uncles are the two of the greatest characters created in the last 20 years <laughs> which leads me to my next question um franklin can you tell me how you're doing with uh covid in relation to <laughs> hooters <laughs> oh guys it's it's been tough it's been tough and i'm not gonna follow uh the governor says everything's okay it's not okay uh, i'm not gonna go to hooters until until really i get the all clear you know i'm I'm not going you know if there's I a am, scandal franklin where you're taking there's pictures of you at a hooters with a bunch of your friggin buzzcast <laughs> 2000 friend, oh that's gonna say be bad friend. buddy that's, that's bad. it's bad business it's definitely bad business for a president just to you know uh, I, I can't send the label restaurant, by the way. I think it's, just, <laughs> oh, I think it's very, it's very, Sorry, you know, it's very apologies, gauche. Apologies. Well, you didn't say restaurant. I, I should have, though. I should have given have him respect. <laughs> well, I I, not, I'm going to fire our anchor for, for not making a note about restaurant. That's unacceptable. <laughs> the restaurant, JP. Come on. What's, uh, what's the name of our fake intern, JP? <laughs> Chandler. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to work on this. We're going to workshop this, Nate. We've got a fake intern for sure. They're coming up. We have a real intern, and they're going to come up more in the future. one of the names of the friends. <laughs> Guys, I, it's, I think it's starting to hit me that maybe the last restaurant I was physically at may have been a Hooters in oh, January. Bug me himself, actually. <laughs> oh, so that's starting good. to come together here. I don't foresee my... You know what? No, I was at a bar. So after that in February, he said, no, Hooters was the last official restaurant I stepped Should foot in. Talk about the historic picture of Franklin at the Hooters. <laughs> I, you know, I've seen it several times. Do you know where she is, Franklin? Is that your baby? I don't know where either of them are. I don't know where either of them are. <laughs> is that Franklin Jr.? No, no, that wasn't number six or, <laughs> or number five either. And certainly not number seven if that ever happens. Oh, God. Uh, uh, for those that don't know, I am a six-time sex haver. Uh, nice. I've had sex six times. Did you get a plaque for that, or is it a medal? I don't know what the... Uh, you know, I, I haven't received any plaque for that yet. I was hoping for a commemorative ring <laughs> like the NBA players get, but I haven't gotten that either. So maybe it's for eight. I think I'll be so old then, you know? No. I could make some jackets. Ring will still look jackets good on, on nice. an old man hand. Just make sure. Some Planet Hollywood type jackets would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, no, not, no, nothing commemorating that, you know? You know, it's just, you just live in the moment, you know? You don't, you don't celebrate these things. You just, you know, you just hang Did the banners How many up. times have you had sex? Including today? Oh, we got a little Joey on our zero, hands. Got a little zero, yeah. zero. The answer is zero. Hey, that's a fu- hey. You know what? That's not bad though. Yeah. Not bad. Hey, I don't want. I would not hope. Hey, we can't all be studs like Uncle Franklin. No, no. I've told you, I'm done with sex, JP. Look, you had your two. Look, how many cha- how many championship rings does John Stockton have, JB? I don't know. 
going to guess you don't know well, either a low zero. number or a high a number. Low, yeah, okay. it's, it's zero. It's zero. And he's a, and he's a fantastic player. Yeah, okay. You know? I do know that Stockton was a good player, but I don't know. Sure. I, I, and it's a zero. Well, yeah, Michael Jordan was. Ah, uh, yeah, no, he's. Pretty good. Look, you're. In, I'm just saying, you're in great company, is what I'm trying you to say. You can still here. be a good, solid, decent yeah. sex ability person, Sexability. even if you're not sexing. Yes, even if you're not frequently doing yep. it. So yeah. look, yeah, you're like I'm the fucking, John Stockton of sex. John Stockton of sex, baby. <laughs> Slap it on the episode, Nate. I'm the Phil Jackson of sex. You're the Phil. Wow, the Zen Master. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You might know more than four positions then. No, I'm the Scotty Pippen of sex. You just help somebody else have sex. Just here to back you up, bro. Just here to back somebody up. Just here to be the second in command. My friend Bert knows nothing of sports. And when we're talking about the smallest NBA player. Same here. Uh, Spud Webb. So, fair enough. But uh, when we're talking about the smallest NBA player, everybody kind of knows is Muggsy Bugs. Kind of a, kind of a, you know, kind of a thing you know. And he said. From Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam. Sure, there you go. So it's a cultural touchstone. The, the actor from Space Jam. Yeah. The actor, yes. Yeah. He's been in many other but things. Bugsy sure. Bugs. Yeah, well, he's in Joanna Man as well. Um, and uh, fantastic film. And my friend Bert was like, smallest NBA player. Wasn't that Scottie Pippen? That's the name of a small guy. I'm like, Bert, I know you've never seen basketball. This is like insulting, Yeah, that's – you and I know that one. Come on. Even you – like anybody should know. And Scotty Pippen lives in Miami or used to live in Miami. I think basketball so like, basketball is, is the weakest part of my sports wheelhouse. I, I, I just – Really? I've it's never gotten – I, I, it seems like a lot of people who like basketball don't give a shit about any other sports, whereas I'm – No, we don't. We don't. I, I'm like – I love I, – I enjoy NFL. I love sure. uh, like European soccer. I, mm. I really like NHL. Um, I grew up watching a lot of games, baseball. Yeah. Well, and then baseball, which I grew up well, watching. Baseball, and baseball, baseball is not, not a fast no, no, no. I can't vouch for that, but the others sound fantastic. But I've never. I'm a highlight man. See, You're a highlight man. I like scary. Why haven't you been to Miami then? Oh, hey, that's come on. Yeah, that's true. They do play that shit. We got highlight, baby. You want my sports story, JP? I got a sports story. All right, hit me with your sports. I played basketball against Michael Jordan's sons at Michael Jordan basketball camp. <laughs> nice. <laughs> are you kidding? Are you joking me? And ha- Nate, Nate it's a podcast. Son. You can't just shake your head, buddy. No, I am not. Just <laughs> <laughs> no. Quite drunk. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, uh, Jeffrey and JJ Jordan sure. were at Michael sure. Jordan's basketball camp the same year as me. I think one of them was on my team, but I definitely played basketball against both of them. That is insane, Michael. Yeah. So that is yeah. That's that's Michael Jordan bonkers. had a basketball camp in Chicago for mm-hmm. kids called Michael Jordan Basketball Camp. You went there for a week. You stayed in dormitories. It was the first time I'd ever done anything like that. I was like, that's insane. insane. As a yeah. kid, I feel I, yeah. that like I would get anxiety watching Salute Your Shorts, thinking, well, I can't I be was, away from my parents. I, I had the same feeling about Salute Your Shorts for the record. Like, <laughs> Sleep away, camp. Away fuck you. No, fuck that shit. Where's man? their fucking fuck Nintendo it. Entertainment System? Yeah, that where's the TV? Uh, no, I don't fuck with that. But it was it was at a college, and it was for like a whole week. And I I went with two of my friends, which is kind of the reason I went is because they were they were better basketball players than me, and they wanted to go. But it ended with Michael Jordan coming to the camp and playing a game with all of the co- coaches that were there. So you got to watch him play. 
And then you got to meet him and take a picture with him, and he signed your picture. You that's you got amazing. to watch Michael Jordan play is, is yeah, that's insane absolutely amazing. Is. That's kind of I, I mean, even if you don't care about sports, it's a he transcendent did the, athlete. He did the dunk from the free throw line too. Like he like he just showed up every year and did that. That is insane. Like, that's a, that's an like insane nothing. feat to do. Yeah, yes, and and nothing. to have seen that in person is like that's insane. That, that's really not crazy. Beauty. He did it at the end of his speech. Like it was the closer to the speech. Just like it didn't matter. He knew he was going to do it, and he just like backed okay. up and finished his speech and ran and dunked from the free throw line. If, yeah. if I could do that, if I could dunk like that, I would finish would every sentence of my life a with dunk, a dunk. Right? Just like oh, dunk. hold on, runs off, fucking dunks it, comes back. And Joe anyway, Boulder that's why I didn't really like uh, Meet Joe Black. Because <laughs> we're in the. That's what I was talking about before I went to dunk. You're talking about me, Joe Black. I want to play. <laughs> okay, I get this. I get this. I get I'm saying I'm in sorry. the hypothetical where I can dunk. That's, that's funny. That's right. the conversation <laughs> I was having. Right, right. I was just like made a point, made a very important point about me, Joe Black. And then I went and dunked, and then I came back and finished the Meet Joe Black. Nice. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> you know, I we we are we're we're, we're moving along an eclipse, so I don't want to belabor. I had some good questions for you here, but I. Right. I, I no, I, I think uh, I'd really like to know, and this is how we kind of ease into it. This is a bit of a fluff here for you. What is your relationship with the show Friends? Now, I know you've talked a little bit, but I want to know, you know, when did you first see it? What did you like about it? Y- y- you are a fan. I, I want to know, you know, what has that remained and just what's been your experience with the show? So, I mean, I can't tell you exact moments or anything like that, but in terms of you know just uh the wb uh channel the local syndication channels you will have you know you got your block of simpsons and seinfeld and then friends would come on as well you know some sort of block like that some kind of syndication channel and you know whatever at first you know didn't really care for just i I think you know just being a fucking kid you know just like whatever these bozos who cares and then, you know, I guess more so in high school, it's just like, okay, I can get behind this. This is fine. It's not Seinfeld, but Seinfeld's over in the, you know, WB block. So I will watch this and, it, and it's fine. And it's fine. You know, they had, I, you know, they had an episode where, I mean, spoiler alert, uh, Joy and Chandler get porno for a whole day. So like that resonated a lot with teenage friends. About this on the show. Right? <laughs> uh, okay. So like, you're obviously not going to change the channel then like, holy, holy cow, you know? No, you so can't that, turn that, it off because then you might not get it back. You might not get it back there. Yeah, and uh, great episode. Some, some fine commentary on how that affects your worldview. There, you know, friends. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know there's a lot of talk about friends being. Uh, there's definitely moments of misogynistic and just everything up and down the ladder. In Franklin, terms of- that's a really good point about like how pornography affects you if you do if you watch it too much before it's time like friends was making that point that's really interesting yeah i mean again friends is never gonna get any woke points i mean it's pretty bad in in some regards i'm not i'm not here to try to twist anything around no no, it's okay we're pretty critical of it we give it some woke points it gets 1995 woke points right but but like there are some there are some things that woof but yeah, there was something in this episode, JP, I wanted to ask you, Oh, let's Chandler saying, wait, 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 I just have a question. Chandler saying that, um, Chinese people just call Chinese food food. Yes. Oh, but I don't, 
that, that can't be a friend's joke originally, right? That's definitely not a friend's I, joke. I can't. I, I, that's such a good joke. I think, like a story, that, I think that's a typical joke of just like, they just call it food. Yes, I say yes. that all the time. I, 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 don't I say, say it all the time. In fact, friends. Blair paused the episode to say to me, wait, that's your joke. I say that shit. I say that shit all the time. And sure, sure. sure. I don't know I mean, where it originated. It is a solid joke, though. Hey, listeners, if anybody knows where that joke originated, please let us know because, I, yeah, I don't think it's fair that. You, well, I I don't know. I guess Chandler. You don't think you get a little know. stolen valid or joke? It Fred, is. You know, Chandler's just firing off at all cylinders. Why can't Chandler? <laughs> Chandler knows that joke. That's what it Chandler is. Chandler created the joke as far as I'm, <laughs> I'm willing to say Chandler. Willing, Chandler just like a, improv that joke. He's so whip smart, guys. He's so In a past up. episode, Franklin, we were talking about did friends create the concept of the friend zone? Oh, you know, There's wow. one where Joey talks to Ross about how he's stuck in the, the friend, friend zone. zone. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I, I have to imagine there's other TV shows that have. We were trying to think of something, but yeah, no, no, I, I off, the bat, I off the bat, I can't, I can't, you know, and that's and that's a problematic area as well. Yeah, you oh, know? of course, yeah, that's what we you were know, talking about when we talked. Yeah, I mean, about and this it. is yeah. just really, yeah, I mean, there's a certain entitlement with Ross in general, but I don't want to. Oh no, we we want to tell him what we think of Ross. Uh, and I mean, I, I, Ross I, is kind of a sure. Oh yeah, sure. yeah, no, no. I, I, Nate, Nate came up with this, and I, I'm on board with it. But uh, we we have come up with a theory that, and we keep seeing more to prove it. Ross is the proto incel. Is he the proto incel? He felt entitled almost uh, off uh, off of what? Off of you know, just I mean, oh this beautiful person should like me off the bat i'm a nice guy so she should be mine nice guy yes i know there is that's wow yeah wow that is there is definitely proto incel at least a men's rights activist yeah oh by the way by the way for our listeners um i I hope everyone had i guess tomorrow is a men appreciation day so (laughs) good uh, i hope that all of our listeners had a wonderful men's appreciation day i hope that your wives hey, uh, got you JP. gifts and uh, yeah yeah i appreciate you franklin i appreciate you I, guys Back same you, yeah i honestly just couldn't appreciate you more for being men got a, got a good couple of guys here good couple <laughs> of men a good couple of guys here right. hanging with the boys All right, let's uh okay, so uh Franklin, do you know the name of this sure. episode? Uh the one where she finds out. Yes, the one where Rachel okay. finds out. Or Rachel finds out. This is yes, yes, the yes. season finale of season one of the show. Um, and I think before we even get into it, I would say there almost seems like there's like an A team and B team for the for the individual episode scripts, like Sure. Some of them are are just like they have all the best jokes, and then some of them are a little bit hit or miss in the first season. Anyway, this one was firing on all cylinders. I would even some say from the very beginning, with the physical comedy that they do in some of the scenes, um, the the well written jokes. I think that this almost feels like it's a season two episode. Like like they really polished this show, and this is the ultimate. I mean, literally, but also. Um, in a superlative way, this is the ultimate episode of the first season. It's it's everything hidden. It on all cylinders, all the characters, everything. So, 
Um, our basic setup here, the crew is at uh, Central Perk. And we find out uh, a couple of things. Ross is showing pictures of his new little baby. And we can tell from this that Ross is going to be a very attentive and present father for that child's entire life. I, 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 like I'm smelling Rachel, bro. So, yeah. So Rachel it's leans like, in to look at a picture. Um, uh, yes. He's like going to come because she's like right next to him. That scene made me very very uncomfortable he was his nose was nearly in her mouth um so being such a creep so it's being such a freaking creep so franklin we like to talk about this on the show what did you think about ross's interaction with rachel there did did you I even mean, notice it? holy oh of course i noticed it yeah she was she was she was right there and you know he's getting his whiffs in he's getting his whiffs uh for sure oh. and he's just taking it in um yeah you know i it, Creepy, sure, uh, without a doubt. Um, it really speaks to her obliviousness. I don't want to go into anything later on, but it speaks to her obliviousness. Like, I mean, are, are you not noticing what's what's happening here? Yeah. I mean, it, it almost undermines women in that regard. Like, you. That's the other notice. note I have. Is like, yeah. really, Rachel? You really? Have yeah. Like, no a, idea. It shocks her. And, and perhaps there is a point to this joke being exactly that, because part of the established canon of the show to this point and part of what the premise of this episode is is that rachel doesn't get it and and i think that is the most obvious creepy thing he's done all season so you know okay is it i mean i'm I'm asking is it in fact kind of playing into that that idea and that that storyline that she's he's literally in her face sniffing her and she doesn't know Mm -hmm. i guess Mm -hmm. so yeah but just watching it now it's still it's like when 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 it's it's like in a movie from the '90s when a straight sure. white male is allowed to be creepy in in the uh, effort of being romantic. It's it's just it it doesn't really work anymore. I, I Nate, it's we, hard to watch. Nate, but I we, understand we, what we, we already talked about Vision Quest, buddy. Well, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, Vision Quest. Of course, of course. That's not really acting creepy. That's more just straight up assaulting. <laughs> and yet, it pays off for him in that movie. It's oh, such a good movie. Such a great movie. I with great more. I think that word means what you think it means. JP, what? What is uh? What is Joey's storyline? So about? okay, this is a very nice one word. JP, what is Joey's storyline about? Semen, fertility. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, that's probably copies. <laughs> um yes so joey is participating in a fertility study um he's he's freaking jaying off in a cup <laughs> yeah that's what a fertility study in a hospital in the name of science in the name of right. science yep that's a sin that's a sin jp <laughs> see see that to be like a comedy nerd but they, they they position that well in the uh cold open of just like science yeah we've heard of science it's, and they all position themselves like elaborate so okay dum-dum. so this is this is what i mean schwimmer delivered that line so well he mm. schwimmer's on fire in this one he, and and when he's not being creepy ross he has sure. some great line deliveries in this one um, I think when he's when he's practicing Chinese, it's pretty funny. I, I, yeah, in, in the line of the he's airplane, he's such a good physical comedian. Yeah. I, I but so the other part about this though, I, I was going to make the same note. The whole group does this like lean forward and lean out and all look at Joey. It was 
it was great. And it was just like, this is ensemble cast. Like they all can do this kind of thing, each expressing a their own character. And it's just a really five, not five seconds, like half a second joke. But it, I laughed. I laughed at it. And also he was speaking very low. And then, and that's when Ross interrupts that's with, right. what about, what about a, a study, you know, that he wasn't supposed to, you know, oh. very casual. I mean, this mm. is, it is, again, I, I don't like, being heavy commenter, but I, I, it is it is part of my DNA here of, of studying that and just seeing that, and I thought that's that's very funny. That is that's very funny. It was it was a good bit, and they, so we've got we've got our storyline setting up now. So uh, Joey's B storyline. I mean, this one most of mm-hmm. most of the friends have some story here. I think. What does Chandler have? He's being an antagonist the whole time. Yeah, well, fucking, I guess he's stirring the pot. I guess I guess he's the he's he's the spark behind this episode. Yes, yes, he's the inciting up. incident. Phoebe is just really, really. Just, so I think Phoebe uh, and, and Phoebe was a bit of a footnote on this one, and Monica mm-hmm. was a bit of a footnote on this one. Um, Monica was just so into like everybody having sex with everyone monica's just no no monica's like you somebody needs to fuck my brother right now it still feeds into my i still think monica and ross should have ended up together with also (laughs) shut up jp that's disgusting they are so hot for each other they're so hot for each other i think i heard her once on stern or maybe it was him they brought up again again this is might be unreliable narrator on stern of all things too where they had the most uh uh, tension of any of the castmates on uh, 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 Courtney Cox and David Schwimmer, uh, obviously before uh, David or wanted to hook up. Sexual there tension was, or like they hated each other? No, no, no. Sexual tension. Again, this is again unreliable narrative. <laughs> yeah, you can really <laughs> feel that looking back at it. Now. It's, <laughs> it's just really like awesome. so. So again, I, I I'm not entirely sure, but I feel like I recall hearing something about that late night. On no, it's a on, fact. It's a fact. You said it on, on this the podcast e channel. I, I again, I can remember it was on the E channel that I heard this. That okay, was, that's was on. Creepy so and awesome. More reliable. Creepy Not creepy. And awesome. <laughs> no, no, no. Howard Stern was on the E channel, and I had to watch. I had. Oh to no, watch no, it. no! You watching it isn't creepy. The idea of Monica and Ross banging oh, it out in real life. Courtney Cox oh. saying that is kind of creepy. I admit. I don't know which I, one. I agree. It might have been David Schwimmer saying it, and again, or maybe it was Stern saying it. And nobody, and it wasn't a friends on there. It was also, in this episode, JP, she's all up in Joey's business trying to get him to eat pussy. Um. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, like, I want to remind you again. Bro, oh, wait, hold on. Ad break. Eat your girl. Ad break. Out. Uh, remember. What are you doing, Joey? This episode. <laughs> it's a lasagna. This episode of Friendsman is brought to you by Ladies Fruit Baskets. Ladies Fruit Baskets. Thank you, Joey. Go down and get some. That was a very funny commercial. <laughs> That's you say, funny. Did you say chocolate star fruit? Yeah. You sick motherfucker. I said they're kept uh, near, but mostly behind the fruit baskets. Grow up, guys. Jeez Louise. So, so, real question. Does Joey know what eating pussy is? He Joey didn't does. seem to, but he, he, got he, he, he got a primer. Yeah, at one right. point. Okay, so Joey's not allowed to have, well, he's not allowed to orgasm outside of the study, so no self-play. I don't know how you monitor that, by the way, but okay. And... <laughs> They know they can tell, and and they can tell. They can tell. Uh, this loads a little. No, 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 nice try. Oh, uh, this viscosity's low here. Viscosity. <laughs> this is just milk. <laughs> a cup of milk, obviously. Well, he did try to put salami once to pretend to be circumcised. I don't know. That might be a spoiler for JP. I don't JP, know that one. I'm looking for it. No, no, 
Tries to fake having a foreskin. Wow. Wow. He had to fake it. Nope. Sorry. Nope. Sorry. Monica okay. is really interested in, in helping him with that. Okay. She was helping him. She's helping him eating pussy. She's helping him getting a foreskin. What a friend. Yeah. She's the best friend. That's what friends she are might for. be. Yeah. She might be the best friend. Okay. So, so yeah. So, Joey, Joey can't have sex with his new girlfriend. Now. Did you guys recognize the girlfriend? No, I did not recognize Okay. No. So, I mean, she's. I've got her IMDb here, Joey. There are two things I recognized her from. And the first is. Uh, Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol, uh, okay. which is one of my favorites. It very heavily features uh, um, the Bobcat Goldthwait character. Um, nice. Oh, she's God. in The Flash. She's also in The Flash. No, the more important one is she's Veronica Mars's mom. Oh, oh yeah, wow. Yeah, so. Corrine, yeah, okay. what's her last? It's Corrine or something uh, like that? Bo- Bower. 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 Yeah, Bower. so, okay, so that's Ross's girlfriend. She's Joey's and, girlfriend. I'm sorry, Joey's girlfriend. She's hot, Joey's and, girl. hot and heavy for him. Um, we, we we haven't seen, we, we see her at the birthday party for Rachel, but before we get into that, um, so, so, yeah, so Joey's talking about how he's not allowed to get off, and yeah, as you guys are saying, Monica's like, well, have you thought about, what did she say? Making thought about being there for being her. there for being her. There That's for right. Her. <laughs> Progressive. I, I I think um yeah a little bit for sure. You know what? That's a great point. I also I'm gonna put a big beep over what I just said, JP. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point though, JP. Ex- That's a little look. We call them out when we know it's misogynistic and stupid, but you know that was definitely a little progressive. Like hey, and it has a. It has a profound effect on her. Yeah, it does. Great, it definitely. does. Wow. There's a lesson. There's another lesson learned there, guys. Yeah, it's um, I, 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 I legitimately like what they did there, and it's it's an initial addressing of the fact that Joey is just kind of like a womanizer, and sure. and, right. and, and 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 has never really even thought about pleasing his partner. So, like, there's a there is it's a different storyline for him where he's trying to be like kind of committed and not mm-hmm. not disgusting it's it's weird yeah well is his commitment well, to her or is it his commitment to the seven hundred dollars seven hundred dollars yeah i feel like it's yeah, the same thing dollars <laughs> is like he does not want to miss that boat there that's that's a lot of money all right so so we uh, so and and that opening scene sets joey's up, canceled. up joey is absolutely canceled Fucking for not canceled. for not understanding <laughs> about going down on a woman or eating <laughs> pussy it makes him weak he's canceled he's, i said it wow I said it. wow i'm the dj Palette of this podcast. I've Lord always, Joey. always said that. Joey's canceled. Joey is canceled. Joey is canceled. How about you? Um. Yeah. Well. So. 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 Joey is set down his storyline path now. Um, I'm gonna where, stop talking where, where about Joey's, you. Joey's gonna. <laughs> Joey's gonna eat pussy. Um. And then, additionally, a joke that I didn't think was even gonna pay off. Um. Uh, Ross comes in. He's got to travel to China now. First of all, Phoebe did have a good joke here with, uh, "How long were you planning on staying at the party?" Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, she had another. She had back to back. He's got so. suitcases. It's funny. It was yeah. funny. No, 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 it was funny. funny. But uh, funny. and then he has a picture of himself that he's like Monica showed this to later use right. Yeah. And then the Phoebe's the like puts it in front of her. It, 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 I was like, "What's going to happen here?" There's nothing. That's a that's weird. I really like too that Ross like obviously wants to talk about something. He's like, I have this picture, and she's like, Oh, let me see, and takes it from him. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. So yeah, so uh, and then we get to the Chinese food joke because 
Ross is explaining he's going to China. And, uh, he's going out on the balcony the country? to talk with his boys. The China, the country, is a recurring joke that in this. That was pretty country. good, too. That was good. Um, and, okay, and, and then, you know, so Ross has to go away. He's going to miss tomorrow, which is Rachel's birthday. Um, and in the in-between, I believe, no, 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 no. And then does it cut straight to the birthday? I apologize. I think he's going, it, it's the birthday that night. He oh, get to he's leaving. Yeah, it's a barbecue for the birthday, birthday that's right? right? Oh, no, that's right, right. Right, right. Because the I boys came in and they're like, let's talk about that for a second. We Jamie. are men. We make fire. Pee on barbecues to put them out? I thought he only peed on Monica when she got a jellyfish thing. Well, Joe, yeah, I know Monica. some, well, I know some spoilers. Joe, wow. not, they're not spoilers. Can, can we stop calling them spoilers? These are twenty-year-old episodes. Practically, spoilers. Stop this. Spoilers. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, Might as well Dick Van Dyke for you as well. Mary Tyler Moore. Can I spoil those? I. You out? know what? I've well, only seen the first episode where he trips over the uh, the footstool. I haven't seen anything past that. As a theme song. Yeah, I would. I'm look. I take it slow on that show. Don't burn. Take it slow. slow Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So Rachel starts opening her presents. Another spoiler, JP. Rachel's terrible with presents. She is, and it was really funny. She literally handed Chandler's gift back to him. That was rude. It was but, uh, absolutely rude. Very well delivered. What did Joey do? Joey got her a copy of uh, Oh, The Places You'll Go. <laughs> That's a thoughtful gift. Also, uh, Joey, early on in the episode, I don't know if he still has it on in his party, he had a Yaga shirt. That's a very popular 90s brand of t-shirt, Yaga, No Fear. There'll be another one showing up as well. Joey dripping. Yeah, he definitely yeah, he was wearing Yaga, it. At the, I noticed he was wearing it at the party. A Yaga shirt, you know, it's uh, just uh, part of the uh, just kind of touristy kind of shirt there of uh speaking of friends fashion ross's suits are huge in this episode they're mm-hmm. so big. they are the biggest fashion crime of this episode was in the first scene uh chandler is wearing a denim collarless button, collarless button down yes. shirt with, uh, a vest over with it. a patterned vest over it it is yes. damn right he is one dude. of the worst things i've ever experienced in my life the, and i was alive for 9-11 collar <laughs> the lack of collar was something <laughs> for sure and that and the slick back gel the amount of gel to hold that the, hair the gel and the the the, the goddamn the, it must have been blow dried for fucking hours like just sitting there it's it's yeah. so unreasonable for both of it's the un- both of the the, yeah. the men um we, it we, is. we didn't talk about the part where uh joey's introducing his girlfriend to everybody and she's explaining the name of her company. Uh, they make fruit baskets, so they call themselves the Fruit Basketeers. The Fruit Basketeers. Like the like, Three yeah. Musketeers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Chandler, yeah. gives the, Chandler gives it a real good beat. It was, it's like a zinger. Oh! Oh! <laughs> yeah, again, Chandler is on fire in this episode. Like, he doesn't even have a real storyline, but he just... No, he does not. His well, jokes, yeah. his delivery is so good. So and He's, and, the, he's the inciting incident. And let's, that's what I said he earlier. Inciting. He's the inciting incident. Let's cut right to that. Ross has left a gift, and Rachel opens it. It's a brooch. And there's a few, and it, there's a few uh, hints before this, JP, when Ross is being creepy in the coffee shop, Chandler, like, scoffs. Yes. He scoffs he, earlier. He tisks. Oh, he tisks. Foreshadowing. And then he Chandler, goes, be cool, bro. Okay, Come on. That part was actually really funny, though, because he's like, I was just ex- ex- expelling extra air out of yeah. my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, really fucking good. 
Foreshadowing, it's a literary device. This is a smart show. It's a lot smarter than people we give credit for. We talk about the writing, Franklin. We talk about the writing. Mm-hmm. So, okay, yeah, so so we, but yes, yeah, so the, the gift is given. It's this wonderful, thoughtful gift. And uh, and and then she doesn't really know how to deal with it. And, and Phoebe, I think, says, oh, my God, that looks so expensive. And then Chandler blurts he, out. He specifically is like he remembered specifically that I said that I wanted this. Yes. That was a key point. It was, yes. it was but so it, sweet. It really was. But it was also just like a shitty ass seashell. It kind of looked was, like a seashell carved into an old lady's silhouette. It looked like a dumbass Rachel's wearing a brooch. Rachel's wearing a brooch with what? With her with her power suits? <laughs> okay, if we want to talk about what Rachel's wearing in this episode, she's wearing a skirt, and then she has a skirt cape on the skirt at one point. Oh, jeez, I missed I that. I think she looks fantastic. Claire loved it. Always... Claire loved it. I, but, but... Yeah, I think she looks fantastic. I, I, don't, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think there's any major fashion faux pas in this one. No, but the skirt honest. cape was very... really fucking funny. I, okay. It was, yeah, it, I, I thought it was nice. It was yeah, a yeah. regular skirt, and then there was a skirt that was longer and only covered three quarters of her. It was bizarro. Mm. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so 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 Rachel is is just really just beaming. What a thoughtful gift! And then uh, Rachel learns because Chandler spills the beans. So Chandler spills the beans there, JP. I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, yeah. I thought he could have easily recovered, and he just intentionally gave it away. He did. I I, I actually <laughs> thought of what I would have said, which is no, no, no. Because he's a thoughtful guy. He's, he, or he always overdoes it with gifts. Like I, Over the I, that's it, and then right. you just like, oh, that's just how he is with people he cares about, and and you could have gotten out of it. Yeah, he could have gotten out of it for sure. Jeez, Louise! Yep. And everybody around him is like, they did not help the matter they're either. Like, they were like, open their mouths nope. and they're like, so he was guilty, but they were also contributors. Um, yeah, they they wanted to out Ross. They did. Let's, let's I mean, they've been waiting all season for it. We all have. Poor thing. <laughs> Well, and 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 uh, Chandler then just does a bunch of stuttering and and just a million ways to try to get out of it. My favorite one being when she so so Rachel says, oh, "I'm going to go to the airport. I got to talk to him." And and Chandler's like, "I love you. Deal with me first. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> really good. Really good. Now, I have a question for you guys because so like the 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 second half of this episode is kind of like Rachel misses him at the airport obviously we can talk mm-hmm. about that in a second the the second half of this episode is like Rachel reckoning with the fact that like Ross is in love with her right. and kind of like discussing it with everybody in a very gossipy way and mm-hmm. my question is if if she decides not to date Ross is the idea that everyone's just going to like pretend that this didn't happen and not say anything to Ross? Cause like you still have to tell him that like yeah. Chandler like spilled the beer. Like that's not, a that's kind of a, yeah, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's at some point that has to come out, especially when you're dealing with your own sister. Right. That's also the tough dynamic here. I don't know. Do you gentlemen have sisters in your lives? I, I I have siblings I and, and I definitely you have a sister. I have a brother. No sisters. You know, no, okay, so yeah, uh, that's yeah. So somebody who has a sister, uh, <laughs> as, multiple. As, as noted sister haver, Uncle, Uncle noted Franklin. Noted sister haver, noted sister haver, uh, Uncle Franklin here. 
Uh, first yeah, off, their Franklin, dynamic was always weird. Uncle Franklin, your sister ask about me? <laughs> As a noted sister have her, their dy- dynamic, the whole show was always just kind of weird in terms of, how, you know, she knew when, they both knew when the other one was fucking, Thank you know? You, you know, they knew a lot about when the other one was fucking, and that was also just heavy. And she was a proponent of of trying to get him to fuck. And that's fantastic. And that, that's, that's, that's a loving sister, you know. Uh, you know, I like to believe my sister cares if I fuck or not. From what I know about, about sisters, just from what I know from the mm-hmm. short documentaries that I've seen, they're pretty invested in their brother's sexuality. Sure, sure, sure. I'm very fortunate to have two fantastic right, sisters. Right, JP? I, it seems to be, as far as I can tell from watching Friends, that's my only experience with sisters. It's still an it's still awkward. I, I think is a, <laughs> is a key thing. Is really it's still very awkward. This is uh, nonetheless. It, but um, yeah, she was quite the proponent in trying to get her brother laid. Monica is heavily invested in this, and I think she is primarily focused on how much fun it would be for her, and has no concern with the possible oh, fallouts right. of everything sure sure and then rachel actually makes a great point that she'd feel like she's dating all of them so there's there's breakup by association it's the first thing she says about it and she's fucking yes. right it is it's breakup she's by association. Right. goes right into it she's like what are you what are you doing you're still gonna see this guy okay that was that was funny it was funny but it's you're, exactly you're what you're talking see, about you're exactly. seeing another guy behind my brother's back like that was that was mm. a good line but also yeah it is the, was, the reality of it what was the, the guy's name that she goes on a date with? That guy was cool. So. <laughs> that guy's that, guy, that guy's suit and tie was fucking. A, 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 that was like a war crime. Oh wait, I had a I note see, here, guys. I see one more picture of Ed Bailey Jr. in the electric car. I had that note as well. I did have that in my notes. Uh, I'm I'm almost mad you took it from me that I wrote it down. <laughs> The Ed Begley Jr. First off, that motherfucker's I've always felt like he's been old. He, he couldn't have called himself Jr. 40 years ago. <laughs> but but uh, in this episode, it, when they mentioned Ross, it sounds like Chandler calls him Russ. Uh, I rewound that a couple of times. Really? Like, it sounds like he's saying Russ. I mean, again, pronunciation, whatever. It's bogus. Know, Who cares? We know Russ is a real person. Right? We know Snaru. The actor Snaro is a real person. I'm sorry, what? Snaro, S N A R O, Snaro from what Friends. What am I googling? Snaro from Friends. S N A R O. Snaro as wait what? Snaro from Friends. It's all you got to Google. Snaro. Snaro is the name of the actor who portrayed Russ. What the wow. fuck? In the credits. Man, what the man, you're the hell? Friends podcast. Well, I'm I'm the one learning. Nate's the expert. Well, I've yeah. never seen this before, Frank. And the credits me. when they show the actor that plays JP. Russ. JP in a future episode, Rachel starts to date a man named Russ, who she does not understand is exactly like and looks exactly like Ross, but everybody else sees it, and it's just David Swimmer in a nose. But as Franklin is informing me. It is actually a separate man named Snaro. Sounds fake. Snaro. It's true, dude. He's registered with the Actors Guild. Oh, my God. (laughs) Snaro. Okay, that's fantastic to be on the lookout for. Yeah, I'm glad to teach you guys about Snaro. This is like a cult icon. David Crane, creator of Friends, joked that Snaro was his Croatian friend. (laughs) And later turned out that Snaro was actually a tribute to his friend, but is also... 
David's alias. It's Dude. just raw. It's just all David's of this is the... really weird. You guys, Friends is on right now, and it's on Nickelodeon. I from ten to midnight. I haven't even checked the rest of the schedule. What episode it's still is that? on? Tell us so what right now. It's season eight, episode 17, the one with the tea leaves. Uh, in an effort to restore normality to their friendship, oh, wow. Rachel tells Joey a big lie about her unborn child. Meanwhile, Phoebe's tea leaves reveal that she will soon encounter the man of her dreams. <gasps> I it. Talk oh, about spilling the tea. Is that going to be our boy Ant-Man? No, it's going to be Michael Rappaport. Oh, I forgot she dates him. He's terrible. <laughs> his, hey, char- right. his character is awful. Oh. It's, hey, hey, but in fairness to him, he's also off. He's also yeah, off on and off on the show. Oh my god! Okay, that's so, yeah. Funny. We're glad. We're glad that Phoebe didn't end up with him. Rappaport did not. I mean, man, Rappaport, like that guy, man. Even when he's like dunking on Trump on like Instagram, and people are like retweet this, just like, yeah, but you're Michael Rappaport, dude. Fuck he, you. Like, makes those videos where he's screaming about the animals. Yes, in his I was just gonna say the it? only thing that really redeems him a little bit <laughs> for me is the. Videos. Hey, Ma! That, ah, fuck, a- that fucking cat's back again! What the <laughs> fuck are you? <laughs> you know what? Michael Rappaport might be worth redeeming at some point. Oh, maybe. Whenever, he keeps making those cat I, videos. Whenever I see that video, I tag Mitch in it because he's screaming. <laughs> 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 Ma! Ma! some kind of shit in the front yard! Ma! Set the oven to 500! <laughs> Hey, those uh, oven fries, man. Mm-hmm. Well, they gotta bake them. They gotta bake them, though. That's, you gotta get crispy, you know, no peeking. All right, all right. Gosh, so, so I don't, want, gosh, I don't want us to bury the storyline, but I no, do no, want no. Joey to bury his face. Let's talk about what's going on with the Joey relationship. Yes, bro. Yes, thank you. my man, thank you. Thank you. my man. All right, so, so Franklin, where do we find Joey after the party? Uh, this he's in the bedroom, right? I mean, he's in the bedroom of his sweetheart. He's doing his thing, and he's just avoiding nutting. He cares about $700 <laughs> so much. You know? That's that, admirable. It, it, he cares about that money and paying back. You could argue that his entire no. not nutting mm. is because he cares more about Chandler than himself. Mm, because he owes Chandler uh, for, like, a, a bajillion a bit, things. Yes. Yeah, Yes, a bajillion, literally a bajillion things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Headshots. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, later they'll have that dog there, but uh, that's nice. I, I think uh, I think we should really explore that, though. I mean, Joey is functionally they, they explore the dynamic. Of, <laughs> I think it's just Joey. I think I think it's I think you're digging too deep here. I think Joey needs seven hundred dollars, like anybody else wouldn't want seven hundred dollars, yeah. and he's devoted to not nutting. We should also talk about like the scientific advancements that could be. <laughs> explored through like studying Joey's nut and really like delving into like what what kind of fertility advancements that could bring. I mean not to, not to, not to use an internet meme, but it might be the perfect nut. It might be the perfect nut. Yeah. It might be what they're working on, man. Wow. Holy nut. shit. Whole army Joey of Joey super soldiers. Joey working on the perfect nut and didn't even know. A bunch of hungry idiots. So, such so, a hungry idiot. So Joey is being a good little boy, and he's also, for the first time in his life, going down on a woman, apparently. <laughs> first time. And, yeah. and, and apparently he's pretty damn good at it. She's, he's pretty she, good at it. That, that also is just like, is, yeah, he's great at it. What the fuck? 
Um, He's just doing it for a while too. My God, it's that thing where in a movie or a television show where where a man has finished, you know, performing on a woman and she is Mm -hmm. just devastated. She's like, she can't fucking believe what just happened to her. Like, especially in like the nineties, like that was the thing. It was like scandalous and just absolutely the most powerful thing in the world. And this woman is just floored for weeks. Mm, Black dynamite shit. Um, And so she says very sweetly, you're nothing like what I thought you would be like. Like, what do right. you mean? And she says, you're, 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 I thought you'd be all about yourself, but you're a giver. Very strange. Very and strange. I was still, I was there with her on that. And then she's like, you know, you're, you're, you're like a woman. And then I was like, oh, that's also just like, what? What? <laughs> what? I think that scene was written by men. I, I just, yeah, that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. definitely, yeah. I mean, surprise, surprise. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's definitely perfect. written by men. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. And were you like going down on a woman? What are you, a woman? Like what? Like that, that, that just explains it so perfectly. Yeah, I wanted like, to talk about like what this could possibly mean, what, but you like could, wow. you hit it on the head that like you're like going a down man, on women. Oh. It's a man's idea of a going down on a like, woman. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. stupid. Um, now I do like so we didn't mention it, but she sells fruit baskets. <laughs> And she even says to him, oh, you're going to get so many fruit baskets. And then when they cut to the next scene with him, he's sitting in, in like an armchair. Chandler's in an armchair. And there are just fruit baskets fucking everywhere in that apartment. I thought that was a really good. And after he and Joey talk for a minute, he goes, hey, do we have any fruit? fruit? (laughs) I thought fruit basket was innuendo at some point. Like, oh, is is like, is that like, he's going to get like, I I I think it is. I think it it is intended to be a new window. I think it's a double entendre, but then she literally. But she also literally gives like a hundred fruit baskets. I don't know. I don't know. Oh (laughs) my god! And then and and honestly, I kind of hated the ending of that storyline where Joey gets his seven hundred dollars, and what's he going to do now? Is he going to keep being the the plight of man, JP. The plight of man. I thought he described it quite eloquently. There's a man, a blind man who gets his vision back. Are they still walking around like this? Are they still walking around with their eyes closed and feeling people's faces? No. He is quite eloquent in this episode. He yeah. was quite eloquent in this episode. And, uh, you know, it's barbaric uh, and misogynistic point. Sure. Is he going to continue being a selfless lover? I imagine maybe he learned some stuff about himself, but overall um you're gonna go back to these old habits you know it, you've been afforded this luxury you know it's uh it's been tough on him you know we don't talk about how tough this was on him too yeah it's hard you know it's what hard toxic sure. masculinity is toxic to men too there you go you're burning the That's candle true, on both it's men. absolutely true now i will i'm gonna posit this I'm, i just thought of this and you guys i want to hear what you have to say about this but we've watched a the full season one now franklin you've seen it all um I think that the most character growth that we've seen for a single character this entire season has been for Joey. Okay. Joey had to deal that, with his dad point. cheating on his mom and his mom knowing mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Joey. That's, that's a tough blow, right? That there. one's huge. Joey uh, had to reprimand uh, 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 Ross for kissing Chandler's mom and, and talking about like propriety. Um, which was misogynistic and weird, but still also Joey helped a woman deliver a child. 
Uh, was yeah, just make an excellent supportive. point here. Joey has grown. And, that was and, the first season he helped a woman deliver a child in the first season. Leah Remini. Yeah, when, when Ross is that uh, was the first season. I thought yeah, that was later. First season. First that was season. the last episode. That was, yep. I remember that. It, like, yeah, he's she was a big Knicks fan too, and he's, yep. he had this. Yes, yes, yep. yes. And I, I, and and now Joey is learning, hopefully, to not be so selfish and self centered in his relationships. I'm not saying that Joey is a good person now, but no. I don't think anyone else has had those well, emotional beats it, it, yeah. it, as we've gone through this season. No, no, no. That's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he met a woman who's a Knicks fan for, for Christ. Ross, that's tough, that's tough on anybody. Tough on a anybody. lot of stuff, but you're right, JP. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He is, he that's, is grown yeah. as a person. That's it's a fantastic point. And it, Ross has not grown. Chandler is just a, you know, a joke. Taylor's you know. a joke machine. Phoebe's a joke machine. Monica is OCD or not OCD, but Monica is very, very particular a. and um, yes. and correct. Franklin, I've been talking about how I think Phoebe might be a sociopath who like has just learned behaviors from people around her. Oh, that's an interesting why theory. Everyone yeah. likes her so much. Is why she can like predict the future and like it's, it's right because she's she's. She can just really identify this kind of human behavior, and that's you know okay. She's, she's successful advantage. in a lot of different situations. You think she wouldn't be successful in? Right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. That's 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 theory. It's something to dive into at some point for sure. Um, a fun fact about Chandler: he's wearing an and one shirt in this episode later on. An I and one. That. I did not. So we had that. Yaga, and we had and one. He also wears a Big Dogs t-shirt later on in Friends Story. Oh, yeah, he does. He wears a Big Dogs t-shirt. So he's just wearing all the 90s brands. And I think it speaks a lot to him as a person who's very insecure, obviously uses humor as, as, you know, as, as you know, a coping mechanism, a defense mechanism, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and he stayed up to date on the fashionable trends of, of the 90s. That's- of. And one motherfucker, you're not a f- athletic. Yeah, like, Frank- let's get that yep. out of the way. Hey, Franklin, my game's tighter than your mom's wig. There you go. And one, buddy. Wow, <laughs> you got me there. Um, you got me there. In that vein, I, I think one of my one of the other jokes I literally laughed out loud at in this episode was Joey sits down with Chandler and he's like, "You know what it's like when like you know that just like sex, you're just so good at it." And Chandler's response is, "The fact that you would ask that question." tells me how little you know about me like I, it was <laughs> that's funny yeah, really yeah. great i just very very good he is that self-deprecating like yes, like, like yes, insecure yes, yes. person who uses humor uh, absolutely and, it, and it's very unfortunate if you have to if i had to compare myself to a friend not saying I wanted <laughs> it. like oh it's him i'm yeah, him yeah i think ugh, hey he, he rough. again I, I always argue he turns into the protagonist of the show it was the ross and rachel show and it and later then, turns yes. into the the Chandler and uh, uh, Monica show. Sure, sure I think sure. my favorite joke in all of Friends, JP, is is from when a later season when Chandler and Monica are together. Monica says, "Chandler, do you think we talk enough about our relationship?" And he says, "Yeah. Do we have any free roll ups?" <laughs> <laughs> and one and big dogs enthusiast Chandler. Yeah. Bing. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, my Lord. I'm really excited when that when that big dog shirt shows up in an episode. I will be tagging oh, you. I'm really excited it. about that. I, when I saw it happen, I'm like, you know, 
I I'm took a photo at, off my TV when it happened. I'm like, looking oh at and God. one big dog shirts right now. These shirts are awesome. They're sick as hell, man. I think both brands, well, both brands are still around, but and one's kind of a Walmart brand now, and they don't they don't focus too much on the graphic tees anymore. They're just strictly almost brandless shorts with no pockets. Now, didn't as an aside, didn't a bunch of buglings get into fight with uh, big dog? Brand. Oh, right, because sleeves and may have been blocked I, by them. Sleeves got blocked by them, and then everybody oh, went God. at them. <laughs> God, that's some good bug story right that was, there. That was like, that had to have been a year and a half, two years ago when that happened. Jeez, yeah. man, yeah. In a similar vein, JP, one of my favorite accounts on Twitter, at Dogboner, follow at Dogboner, uh, one time made a, a big dog shirt in Photoshop that said, it showed the Twin Towers, and it said, uh, Listen, Bub, America did 9 11 or something yes, like that. Classic, yeah. Yeah, it's a classic. Big oh my God. That's a classic big doctor. My friend Harpo sent it to me years ago. Yeah. And, and he would uh, periodically ask me, like, hey, do you have, he's like, hey, Franklin, do you have that big dog shirt I sent you? <laughs> and I would because it's hilarious. And it ain't like there's a Confederate flag behind him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're no. pissed about it. Dude, the big dog company is pissed about that shirt. I, I, I think I remember Drill being like, hey, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? Where's, how, how do you have this shirt and where can I buy it? That's awesome. Yeah, I I was always more of a Big Johnson guy, if I have to admit. Big John, yeah, yeah. I think Respect. Uncle Howard's a Big Johnson guy. Yeah, Respect. So. Like, like I always sure. felt like I was getting away with something when I'd wear a Big Johnson shirt to school. Like sure. just, just when you saw him in the store, you snuck away from your parents mm-hmm. to look at the Big Johnson shirts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, my 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 best one was a uh, Big Johnson uh, bar and casino liquor in the front, poker in the rear. There you go, Lord, Lord, yeah. Yeah, good shirt, good shirt. God. Well, let's let's get to our final our final kind of wrap up of the storyline here. Ross has gone to China. Rachel is on this horrible date um, with Carl, who was fucking with fantastic. Cool, with the coolest guy in the Carl entire was year. fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, he hates electric cars, and that Begley Junior. I, I always talk about shooting myself in the head on a first date. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So. So she has a a, a imagined conversation, <laughs> a fantasy where she's talking to Ross, and um, I think that this scene was ninety nine percent shot for the promo for everyone to tune into this season finale. Ross and Rachel go. are going to kiss. Oh right! I, I totally oh, believe smart, that's JP. why they did that. Um, wow, dude, you're wow. on fire tonight, JP. That's a very smart observation. It just, just, I mean, it's just a, it's a theory, but I and appreciate let's, that. Let's I give credit where credit's due. Fantasy Ross is fucking smooth. He He's was smooth as shit. That is not the fucking Ross. That's know. not where how Ross. That's not the Ross. I like. Not at all. This guy here. Uh, he's not. As me. soon as Rachel like questioned if it would work out, he would like he would like he's freak like, out and like punch the drywall. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, a, yeah, that would not work. Yeah, he's he's a rageaholic, fucking freak. Um, freak. So she decides she's going to go to the airport and meet him, and and she's ready. She wants to be in love with Ross. She wants to get into the whole relationship. Let's do this. And she gets there. And Quite a music choice, too, for the end. There's like a... Oh, it's a like Madonna. A, uh, take a Bow, is that what it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a, a smooth, like, R&B, like, weird, well, weird music choice. Well, during their breakup, they had that song that was, like, filling up the beach. You know what I'm talking about? That oh, song I remember the beach. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Yep. 
Uh, I can't say it, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. Spoilers, spoilers so yes, I remember. Yeah. Oh, that. Is that, okay, I really want to get past. Spoilers. Stop <laughs> this! Stop this, dude! Frank, like, and I will stop. No. I will stop for you, but only for the remainder of this like, episode. It's sakes, so man. fun. Nate gets so upset about it. Every My time. friend Joke Man got he mad at it me because I revealed. Uh, do you guys watch Better Call Saul? Not the. I haven't seen. I haven't either. seen it either. Okay. But don't worry. Okay, don't well, worry about spoiling so, it. Okay. But well, no, no. It's, well, I wouldn't be spoiling it because it's, it's fucking four I years know. ago. Yeah. And uh, he got mad at me. He's like, "How could you reveal this guy's alive?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, time to watch it." He's alive because it's a fucking show set five years ago. I didn't it's, spoil yeah, it's it. a fucking prequel, fucker. Like it's just it like got mad at me. It's just like, fuck like that guy. Fuck joke, man, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's my friend, but you know. Oh, Joe Hartzler. Joke man. Joke man. I'm name. sorry. Call him Joke Man in high school because he never told good jokes. And Wait, oh, Jackie the Joke Man. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, no. What was his name? God damn it. Oh. No, it's Joke Man. I can't. I mean, he's Puerto Rican, dude. You know, Cubans and Puerto Ricans, man. There's a rivalry. You guys don't know about that. It's uh, I legitimately do not. It's a, it's a rivalry, man. It's just Cubans and Puerto Ricans, man. It's a respectful rivalry, though. It's anything like the Italians and the Irish, I understand. Yeah, yeah, is that okay? Okay, so yeah, it's it's, it's out of respect, but I I'm I'm joke, man. I'm mostly Polish, so it's just like the Polish and the Polish. Mm-hmm. No, big rivalry there. Big city rivalry. Yep. Yep. So Ross is cool on the balcony. Ross is. I mean, I, I thought I, Ross. We know. Hot that's, Ross. That's okay, it's hot Ross. If I yeah. if I was Rachel, yeah, I'd be fucking running to the airport too for that guy. Ross is super cool in Rachel's imagination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I guess bodes well for their relationship. And, but it also it's, it, it it goes to show you how sometimes we have these idealized images of people, and they're not who they are, who we think they not that we think they are. We have these idealized versions of people, and they're it's just you know that's how she wants them to be and to, to be suitable for her. I, you know, it, yes, and hopefully that's all going to go exactly well. Sure, why not? It was, it, I will say, that she at least admitted to herself, and again, I think this is kind of a, it, it's it's an emotionally honest thing that they mm-hmm. say, where she like, she's like, he's like, we're perfect for each other. And she's like, I know. And so what's wrong? Well, I've never really thought about you this way. So like, ultimately, what it came down to was, did she want to bone him or not? Right. So there's a lot, of, she shows the most emotional intelligence the whole episode out of anybody else. That is fair. That is absolutely fair. And if anybody else, this is just, and she's grown a lot herself too. Talk about Joey's growth, but really, I mean, uh, she just got into it. Not, she just left her fucking, you know, that dentist at the damn altar and got a job. So really, Rachel's had the most growth. Really, you know, part, you know, like fucking, you know, she banged an orthodontist chair and then she got her life back together. And she got her life back together. She's like serving coffee and shit. So she didn't learn any pussy though. So. No, that's yeah, true. That's there so that's Joey fair. had the most growth. Yeah. We might still have her on that. Um, yeah. So she's at the airport. She's waiting. And then we see Ross in the tunnel coming off the plane. Ross is such an idiot. And man. the woman in front of him drops her bag and then he picks it up and she says, thank you. And he says, you're we welcome. We didn't talk about. You're welcome, the, sweetie. The funny thing where the stewardess tells the guy in front of Ross that Rachel yes. loves. Okay, that's. That's and a good bit. That's a like that's that's like a Marvel movie type of joke. Like, like that's a it's, Marvel it's, movie it's, joke, and it's yeah. great. It, it's a really good joke. It delivers. It absolutely yeah. was funny. I was gonna pay off later for them. Jesus, I was really hoping that like she would be out there saying, "Hey, it's Rachel," and the wife would like smack the husband or something. Yes, I was hoping for that as well. That, that would have been a really good. I thought that would have been the better payoff. But yeah, look, I mean, no. So, it's, 
So so it turns out so so this woman that's in front of Ross that he hands the bag to, and then he calls her sweetie, and they kiss, and we realize that in the one week that Ross has been gone, he has landed a serious Stupid. relationship. Stupid. Um, yes. With Julie, who we will get to know better in the future. But this was another one. Now I don't know if you guys would recognize the the actress. Julie sucks. I'm just gonna say it. Julie sucks. I hate Julie. That's well, the thing is, there's a lot of backlash towards Julie when she, you know, appeared though, and it was. I mean, you, yeah. I mean, Julie, whatever. The the writers didn't spend enough time with that character. The fans were never gonna like her. The fans were never going to like her. She's just there. To, to, she's just a red herring. Now, you know I, but do you sure. guys? Do you guys? Do you recognize the actress? Because I, I, she's another one no. I recognized from several things, and then learned one of my favorite roles for her. So, no. so she's in Joy Luck Club, um, which you may not have seen. She is in Supernatural. Lauren uh, Tom. But my favorite thing, she plays Amy Wong on Futurama. Oh, so, yeah. uh, so like she's like but, but I, I I did see the Joy Luck Club because my oldest sister made me watch it before Muppets in Space. <laughs> oh, worth it. She's, worth it. She's in that new Star Trek cartoon. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched that yet. Stuff, I, I it sounds like that's really good. Isn't uh, hey, is Rob she Rob Shears in that one? Right. I think so. Hey, if you've done Monk and Quantum Monk? Leap. Oh, is everybody looking her up now? Yeah, she's... Yeah, we've all looked her up, so her, I mean, that's, her, that's a career. Her career is huge, work. a lot yeah. of voice acting, but my God, this woman has stayed busy um, and has been in some cool-ass shit. Good, yeah. I'm glad that her fucking, you know, fucking, has not been destroyed by these horrible fans. But Amy <laughs> Wong, I, I, as soon as I found out she was Amy Wong, I was just like, yeah. Yeah, no, Amy Wong, you know, that's... You know, Futurama. I, I think the reboot once it came back, it just wasn't the same. It's, but uh, it's not as good. There's there's some good jokes in the, sure, the second half sure. of the show, but no, the first four seasons first season, are, yeah. are, or five seasons are amazing. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, that's something I've revisited recently, but uh, uh, I remember being a big fan of it. That's one that we watch like fairly frequently as our fall asleep to show and so it just mm-hmm. plays sure, all night it's it's oh it's a great fall asleep to show absolutely I, I that's have, really what it was yeah and that yeah. used to be back in the day I, that's the show that like but then there's that episode the dog that is nope nope yeah, yeah, nope you, you always see, get that i ain't gonna see that motherfucking episode always again always get the seymour episode it's not nope. worth it it's not worth i don't it. do that dog episode my brother now, I, back in the I day uh post-college but there was it, it was um Adult Swim started at eleven o'clock at the time, and at eleven sure. o'clock was Family Guy, and then at eleven thirty yeah. was Futurama. Futurama, baby, and yeah, so it's a good schedule. Point, I just like smoke a bowl and lay on my couch at eleven o'clock and just watch those two shows and then go to bed. Yeah, and it was yeah. just amen, brother. For like yeah. two full years, fucking hell, amazing. yeah, no, that's that's a schedule, baby. That's a schedule. Well, so Ross, that was a Ross not, not allowed to stay up that late. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, so so Ross is in love with Julie. Yes, Rachel doesn't know yet, and for the first time all season, they played the credits and played the the opening intro song instead of having a a a, a closeout scene, which yeah. that was notable because we always talk about those because it's easy to miss that final scene because you think the episode's over, over but they've often tied in jokes there. For instance, Nate, the Pictionary joke. Which, right. if you didn't watch that scene, then you missed the Pictionary, what that lead-in was. Um, so, yeah, big cliffhanger. I don't know what's going to happen. I hope they get picked up for season <laughs> two. Um, 
I we'll think it's going to be okay, JP. We'll see. We'll I think see. it'll be I'm okay. Fucking nervous. I'm really liking this show. I like yeah, several of the characters. I'm glad. I it's mean, almost like it was a perfect. This is the perfect cliffhanger. It's a great. Cliffhanger. It's a great one. It's a great date. So I think they really stuck the landing on the first season. I think you see exponential growth from the first episodes until now. And I, honestly, for me, four forks. We do fork reviews, Nate. Uh, six friends. Dude. Six friends. Six wow. Friends. Okay. I will give it five friends and a Marcel. Five friends. Oh, and a Marcel. wow. I'll give it six friends, a Marcel, and a Gunther. And wow, that, yeah. that's the highest honor. That's the highest honor. Well, I think it's that six good. friends and a fruit basket. There we go. Half a fruit basket. All right, it's the it's the final episode of the season, and I've been asking every single fucking episode. Franklin, I'm going to start with you. Who was your yeah. best friend of the episode? Best friend of the episode. For any what? reason. For any, okay, for any reason. Okay, so... In terms of my best friend for the episode, uh, you know what? It has to be Chandler. Uh, he had the jokes going. He was a proponent of change here. Of just, you know what? He was sick of this. I think this was a subconscious thing to say. You know what? This is. We need to get things rolling, and you at least know where you stand. Okay. He scoffed at the end. This is again. This is at the subconscious level. He's not intentionally trying to ruin Ross's life or anything like that. It's that mean spirit. He even tells her, "Get you know, get over her. Just move on with your life." You know, he knows they're at a stalemate. So what Chandler does is he believe, lights the spark. I believe earlier in this up in this season, he asked Ross if he got his pizza from the I Love Rachel Pizzeria too. So oh wow, wow, yeah, well, what a burn. What well, that bird. joke aside, he, he, he's still my, <laughs> my best friend of this episode has definitely been Chandler and one uh, T-shirt wearing Chandler. As yeah, well. that's God. a good pick. That's a good pick. That, you know, yeah, I, I think he's my guy for this one. All right, Nate, your final call for season one of this show. Nate, who was your best friend of the episode? Jesus fucking Christ. It's JP. tough. How do it's I tough. pick? What a fucking Sophie's choice. How do I how do I fucking pick? Um. I'm going to give it to the three basketeers, honestly. Okay. Okay. Conceptually good. The three basketeers it's are a, the friends of the episode. Yep. All right. Um, JP, who was your best friend of the episode? I'm going to, it's tough. It's tough because I think Joey really, really worked hard for it, but you made an excellent case for him already. Yeah. I, I think that my best friend of the episode is going to be Chandler. And it, it really, I was on the fence and then Franklin said his piece. And let me tell you, in a weird way, Chandler was the omniscient narrator. He was the, or he was the puckish God. He was Loki who's coming in and causing troubles. He, but he, 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 he absolutely put into motion everything that happened in this episode and a bit of a trickster God, right? A bit of a trickster God thing the whole time. So yeah, I kind of think there's more to it. Um, with that, Franklin, you got anything that you want to plug? Uh, no, listen to uncle to uncle, uh, you know, wherever you get your podcast, uh, that's really it, man. Uncle to uncle. That's all it's my livelihood. It's a passion project, I suppose. It's, uh, hey, Uncle Howard's a funny guy. Hey, for for those of you who haven't listened to it, Uncle Howard's mine. 
Hashtag Craig Powell. Powell. <laughs> yeah. Uncle no, Howard's a good guy once he's found. Uh, donate to find Uncle I, Howard. Please. Oh, we have a Patreon as well uh, for whatever reason. Yeah, we're uh, going to find him. Late- <laughs> In the latest episode, this was recorded before he went missing, um, he joined Parlor, the conservative yes, Twitter app. dude. Oh, my God. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, Spoiler, that that I mean, might explain where he is. a terrible app. Yes. Like, we, we have a Friendsman profile on Parlor. Why? No, no. Why? I just I just share what I'm thinking, and I don't know. We've got a lot of followers. People like what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, Nate, if that's not true, I expect that by the time I wake up tomorrow morning, that is true. We should start a pro. A <laughs> it's not that site sucks, you guys. It's I don't mean like oh it sucks. I mean it was just boring to be honest. I, I bet, thought I was gonna yeah. get some crazy shit. I, I was just bored. Ugh. A lack of controversy and everybody just a lack of it. controversy yeah, doesn't the, sound like you know, fun. They're gonna get bored with it because once they don't have anybody to argue like that they have a Trump sign at their front yard, like, and nobody gives a shit. Like, yeah, right. Cool. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. they're out of there. Yeah. That's like, not fun. It's not fun, man. It's not once fun. they made the rule where you can't post photos of poop anymore. I was out of there. <laughs> what a waste of a <laughs> They've been around for a bit though. I noticed they had been around for a bit, uh, for I think two years. So it's, it's fucking weird. So Franklin is plugging uh, Uncle to Uncle and mm-hmm. App Parlor, which <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm plugging. Sponsors Uncle to Uncle, I think. Or... <laughs> no, 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 no. Not oh. exactly. So we'll take their money for sure, dude. I want the bag, as they say. <laughs> so if Parlor wants to advertise. Help the uncle secure the bag, JP. But, brother, I just want wow. the bag. I, wow. I don't give a shit about anything else, man. I want the bag. We've been doing car commercials, Franklin. Just out of just. Off oh yeah, bag. we're gonna we're gonna secure the bag on uh, JR Motors. What is it? Rivia. 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 Rivia Motors LLC. Rivian, oh, yeah. say it right. JP. Riviera, send us a car. Geralt of Rivia Motors. We got Witchers. Franklin, thank you for being. Franklin, on our thank show. you for being. I'm seriously, glad I and finally you, got to be here, dude. You'll be back, and thank you for closing out the season with us. It was a big episode, and we were so glad it was to a have big you episode, here. man. It was a big episode, and totally guys. Fine that gold member didn't show up. Oh my god! But I got another guy showing up here. Oh wait! Oh wait, no! Oh, oh, Franklin left. Oh, oh, go ahead. He slammed the door. I love big. Oh, big member! <laughs> big member <laughs> in the house. <laughs> no. Oh, right, you crazy that's Dutch huge, bastard, JP. That is that is huge. Member. Exclusive. Yeah. Oh, boy, right big here. member. Nate, I before Worse. we go, it's it's been a full season of this show been a hell of a couple of months here let we me did it, let let me ask you this nate Mission accomplished. what have you learned from the first season of our show i've learned that uh going down on a woman is a thing um i've i've learned that if you care about a woman you don't tell her ever and you mm-hmm. just you just kind of like hang back and like uh observe from afar i've learned that monkeys will get so horny that you have to give them away I've learned that lesbianism is a thing, JP. Uh, it is. It is. It's a real thing that that happens to to straight white men all across the country. I think it works out. Anyway, I, you're learning, and that's important. What have you learned from friends, JP? The only thing I've learned about the full season of doing this show, Nate, is love you, buddy. 
JP, I love you so much. Dude. All right. And with that, people, thank you for listening to Friends from the Best Friends Show. This is about Friends. It's a friend show. And these two people are friends. Uncle Franklin, thank you so much for being here. Big this up, so Uncle has Franklin. It's been a treat. Don't worry, folks. We'll get him back again. It's the, it's, he's like one of the only people we've had on the show that likes friends. So, oh, the best. what the fuck's wrong with people? I, we don't know. We don't know. You know, Friends is, isn't a show you choose. It's a friend. It's a show that's there and as good.